Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kate, Kiwi, and BP. Hello. Hello. Hi. Today we're going to be playing Leaf, designed by Tim Eisner of Wonderland's Boar, The Grim Flor- the Grim Florist, and Tidal <laughs> Blades, Heroes of the Reef. Developed I by- wanna, I want to play Grim, Grim Florist now. I kind of do too. <laughs> Uh, developed by Ben Eisner and Sen Fung Lim. The artist is Angela Rizza, and it was, will be, maybe published in 2023 by Weird City Games. The description, after the hot sun of summer, the nights are cooling and the trees are alive with color. The wind of autumn shake the leaves from the trees and they build up on the forest floor, creating a dazzling pattern of shapes and colors. The layer of leaves provides an important habitat for the forest animals and mushrooms. In the game of Leaf, two to four players. <laughs> Kate has just presented uh, cut out animal cookies in four shapes at me. Uh, I, was, I was wondering what those were doing We have here. mushrooms and, and mushrooms. owls, forest cats. Yes, forest cats. <laughs> um, in the game of Leaf, two to four players embody the spirit of the wind. Guiding the leaves to the forest floor and arranging them, connecting to, connected to other leaves. By connecting to other leaf shapes, players grow mushrooms, attract animals, gain sun, and send their squirrels climbing up the mighty tree. As the sun advances through the sky, the frosts begin and the animals start to migrate and hibernate in their winter dens. Guide your leaves wisely to ensure there is new growth in the following year. The player who contributes to the forest health, most to the forest health, wins. The mechanics, modular board, set collection, and tile placement. And the box art. Um, all right. Yeah, it's a very nice cover. Very bright. Um, the title is on a bright white that really stands out. And yeah, it's, you know, we have fall colors, fall leaves bordering a little pond, or is it a puddle? Pond. Um, <laughs> the perspective is thrown off because there's, yes, there's a little hedgehog and he's about equal to the size of the pond um he's very cute yeah yeah it's very colorful nice attractive cover i think yeah the the word leaf is inside the puddle pond mm -hmm. and uh there's an outline of a leaf underneath it mm -hmm. so very much all about leaves yep and puddle ponds mm -hmm. yeah and hedgehogs and hedgehogs I thought it was an echidna, but it's a hedgehog. You can tell by its nose, apparently, just looking at pictures. Oh, okay. How about that? A snoot. Like a little snout. Yeah, yeah, more more snoot than snout. Based on all this, would you pull it off a shelf? Yes. I think at first um, I'm a little biased from Momiji, which we didn't really enjoy. So when I think of leaves and fall colors, that comes to mind because <laughs> yeah, that's what we played not too long ago. Um, or I guess a while ago. Um, but the hedgehog is really cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd give it a try. And you do have forest cookies. So, I mean. Yes, I have been waiting to play this game. I thought we were going to play it uh, back in December where we were like looking at the list. And I was very excited to make my woodland creature cookies to go along with the <laughs> gameplay. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy about that. <laughs> so I'd pick it off the shelf so I can make <laughs> Themed cookies. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of sad we don't have I'll cookies. I'll make some cookies later. They no. won't be themed. They'll just be circles because that's the only like, cookie cutter I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you guys? Yes. 
Um, it looks fun, kind of whimsical, and who doesn't love a good leaf story? It's given the description kind of gives me Bosque vibes. Yeah. And Bosque is something it enjoys. So I'd like to see like another take and see if it's similar to Bosque or if it does it in a different way. So I would pick it up. Yeah, I think the description's like unique and it's like, hey, the leaves are falling and they're attracting animals. It's like very you don't think about like the falling leaves as like, I don't know, an interesting story, but I think it gives off that impression. So we'll mm-hmm. see if it lives up to it. Uh, so yeah, I would too. Um, all right, how do we think it's played? Okay, so we have modular board, set collection, tile placement. I mean, I'm guessing that we are, uh, the set collection are the tile pieces. And since we are, what, creating our, our forest floor, right? Mm-hmm. Are the tiles leaves or animals? Yeah, I think they're leaves. I think <laughs> ponds, puddles, perhaps? There, there might be puddle ponds. There might be puddle mm-hmm. ponds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a little uh, hedgehog uh, meeple yeah. that is going to follow you around. And whoever has, what sort mm-hmm. of leaf or puddle pond do you think a hedgehog is looking for in its life? Uh, ideally both. Some leaves floating in his puddle pond. What kind of leaves? Oh, uh, yeah. Like how do you, how do, how are you going to be my leaves to attract this hedgehog? Oak, oak leaves. He, the, the hedgehog wants oak leaves. Why? That's what they're attracted to. Okay. <laughs> and and we get to grow mushrooms. And mm-hmm. I guess underneath the composting leaves. I like this game. I don't. You, you don't need to eat the mushrooms, just grow them. I'll eat them. Um maybe that's the set. <laughs> Whoever has the most mushrooms loses. Wow. So it's a reverse you wanna... set collection. I see. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think we got this one. <laughs> yeah. Seems pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the history of puddle ponds. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> it's not going to be about ponds or She's puddles like, at uh-huh. all. <laughs> at well, all. when you think of yes, leaves, yes. <laughs> you think of trees. Uh, no, we think okay. of puddle ponds. And, well, no, you think of trees. And uh, obviously we're not going to do a history of trees. That's crazy. But I was curious what the oldest tree still alive was. Um, however, the two oldest trees are um, evergreens. So they don't have leaves that fall like we would see in this picture. So I'm going to do kind of two quick little things. The oldest trees on the earth, according to conservation.org, uh there's kind of a toss up. There's one in Eastern California in the Great Basin. Uh, I think it's it's a bristlecone pine known as Methsela. Um, according to tree ring data, it's about 4,854 4, years old now. Uh, so it was already well established when Egyptians were building the pyramids at Giza in the Old Kingdom. Yeah. Um, however, uh, there is a new contender. And as of the publishing of this article in June of 2022, the scientific research on the new contender were coming out. The author of this article is skeptical on whether or not the... I, I, 
or I should say the scientific community is skeptical on some of the evidence. And so they're waiting for the peer review journal article to come out. But um, there's supposed to be a Patagonian cypress in Chile known as Gran Abuelo. So the great grandfather that could be about 500 years older than Methuselah. So mouthful. Um, and however, the article was also not just about the oldest trees, but also about climate change in the oldest trees. And this kind of goes in with the thing about, you know, the thinking about the leaves and the integral part of the leaves in a forest ecosystem as well. And then, of course, we can think about how climate change and especially a continuously warming planet at very high speeds affects these uh, very integral parts, right, uh, to our livelihood. And so, for instance, obviously, Eastern California, California in general, has been subject to insane amount of wildfires um, and that have destroyed thousands of giant sequoias, which are some of the oldest, longest lived uh, on the planet uh, in Chile. Uh, with the warmer weather, the actual forests have been drying up, uh, especially near the great grandfather. And this could, of course, threaten uh, the water for uh, Gran Abuelo. Um, these, but since those were pines, I was curious, well, when I think of, you know, what kind of trees have leaves? Obviously, I think of the maple tree, sure, yeah. right? Because Canada and, of course, right? Maple syrup. Go on. Maple syrup. Um, well, the oldest, uh, the world's oldest maple tree is actually no longer living, unfortunately. It uh, started dying in 1925 and was finally cut down in 1940. And now the spot where it stood, this is so sad, is now a road. Like, just just right over where it would it used to be. And at the time of its death, it was like over 700 years old. Uh, it had been a slapling once they right cut it out and looked at the ring data. Uh, it had been a sapling around 1200 of the common era. It was called the wishing tree as locals. Um, the local children would collect some of the bark from its branches and then toss it up into the leaves of the branches. Uh, and if it, the bark stayed up there, they were granted their wish, thus known as the wishing tree. And I think it was there was another group. I think it was the Mohawkins. Um, had also used it to meet the Mohawks, uh, used to meet uh, to form their allegiance in the Iroquois League in the 1500s. Uh, and then, of course, as uh, European settlers started to move into the area, they also wanted to see the wonderful tree. It, it became a tourist spot in the uh, from the 1700s to the eight, early 1900s until, of course, it was cut down. And like I said, today it's just a street. Hmm. I think that's sad. I feel like there should be a memorial set up to this long-lived maple tree. That's just me. Um, some of its offspring are still alive, living nearby, so that's cool. Is it maple tree? Probably oh, not. No, I don't think <laughs> so. That would be that a one, little, didn't they? That would be I a know, right? Wishing Tree Lane? Yeah. That, yeah, it would have also been a... 
So, so do we get to talk about long-lived maple trees in this game? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, so we are the spirit of the wind, guiding flower or guiding leaves to the forest floor and forming connections on the ground to ensure new growth in the forest in the following year. The player that contributes the most to the forest's health is the winner. So the player who most recently touched a tree gets to go first. See, I knew it would be something like this, and I feel like Kate's going to be the one. Oh, uh, we live in Arizona. Yeah. Not to say there aren't uh, trees, but you know. I was about to say that. I know, there, I know for a fact there are trees down the street from you. Uh, I don't remember touching a tree, though. I don't know that I really touch trees either. Oh, I do. I mean, I, I have touched the trees in my backyard over the summer because... The summer? I, okay. I've definitely touched a tree since the summer. Oh. See, plus, there you go. Was tea day last weekend? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday. we went hiking, and I'm sure I touched a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I seems like highly likely. Yeah. Trees when we're hiking, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Sunday. Okay. Sunday. All right. Okay. So Kate, Kate gets to go first. So then play will then go clockwise. So on a player's turn, they're going to take the following action. So you're going to choose a leaf. So we'll have cards in our hand that match up to leaves, and you're going to choose one of them, and you'll take the leaf off the top of that stack that matches the shape. Uh, you can discard a matching leaf of the same type to also place a baby mushroom on the leaf you just placed. Uh, if you have no leaf cards, then you're going to take a minus three acorn token and draw two leaf cards. And if the stack of the matching leaf is empty, you can choose a color from another stack. So the next thing you're going to do is place a leaf. So you're going to place the leaf tile that you just picked so that the tips of the leaves are connected and you must match at least two tips. Hmm. So then uh, once you've matched, placed your token, you're going to take leaf action. So for each tip your leaf is touching, you're going to gain an action of that leaf's color and that, the leaf that it's touching. So if I place a brown, then I take a, uh, and I'm touching a green, I take a green action. I'm also touching a yellow. I also take a yellow action. Where's the hedgehog? Don't, I'll get there. Okay. Just let me talk. <laughs> All right. If the if the player would gain no benefit from an action, they can in, instead gain a sun, and sun is like money in this game. Mm. Uh, so if you touch a green leaf, that lets you draw a leaf card. If you touch a yellow leaf, then you can gain a sun token. Uh, and once per turn, you can also pay three sun to advance the season track. If you touch an orange, then you gain an animal card. So you're going to take the face-up animal or draw one from the deck and put it in your forest. Uh, you're going to gain victory points for sets of animals that are in your winter den. Uh, for brown, you're going to move your squirrel token up one space on the tree track and gain any rewards for the visible spaces you pass and land on. And then finally for red, you get to grow a mushroom. So you're going to add a baby mushroom to a leaf or flip a baby mushroom into a full mushroom. Players can only have one mushroom per leaf, but there can be more than one mushroom on a leaf. Uh, other players will gain sun tokens for each large mushroom on a leaf that was just connected to. The season track is shared amongst all the players and it is advanced if a player chooses to pay three suns to advance the token and gain the reward, or if a player takes the last leaf from a stack, in which case they just advance the season token but do not gain the reward. If a player passes the frost line, and there's like three or four frost lines on the season track, 
then all the players send their largest group of animals to their winter den, which is just underneath your player board. When the winter line is crossed, the end game is triggered. When triggered, the round will be finished so that all players get the same number of turns. And then each player sends their largest animal group to their winter den before scoring. So each regular acorn token that you have plus acorn on your animal cards are worth one point. Negative acorns are obviously worth negative points and they're all worth negative three. Uh, for every set of animals you score, it'll be based on the number of animals in the group. Points are scored for the number of large mushrooms on connecting leaves. So basically you have like a little trail of, of mushrooms. Um, and finally, for every two sun tokens and or leaf cards, you're gonna get one point per the pair. And the player with the most points is the winner. And for a tie, the player with the most unplayed leaf cards and sun tokens wins. And after that, the victory is shared, you know, because everybody helped the environment. Yay. Well, let's play. We just finished a game of Leaf to recap. BP had 23 crow points. I had 26 hedgehog points. Kate had 28 squirrel points. And Kiwi won with 31 disgusting mushroom points. Wow. Alex, too. Don't even yuck somebody's yum like that. Mushrooms are disgusting. Yeah, he doesn't. No. (laughs) Ah, winning strategy. You ate the mushroom cookie there. Well, the cookies are fine. (laughs) Um, Um, I, I won. I won, Kate. I get to (laughs) say my strategy first. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got most of my acorns from advancing the season track. So I just babble about mushrooms. Sorry. Uh, I think every opportunity that I had to pay, that I had to advance the season track, I did. And I got the vast number of my tokens from there. So that, that yeah, was my strategy. That definitely mm-hmm. seemed like what gave you the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think getting, I kept trying to get a, uh, a third of a kind animal. I had two pairs, or three pairs of two. And just going from three points to six points is pretty big. Um, I yeah, think that's why jump. Kate. Kate had an edge on me and she just had one more animal, but you guys kept stealing my other animals. So. <laughs> Kate, what was your strategy? Oh, um, well, I just wanted the animals, so I think that was my strategy. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, but that I think I couldn't go too hard on that because I was getting dangerously low on leaf cards. So there was one turn where I was like, oh, I guess I have to get some green leaves so that I can get some leaf cards. Uh- I but, think yeah. the boost was a mistake because I, yeah. I had a round where I could have gotten more animal cards, but I was out of leaf cards. So I had to mm-hmm. go get the green leaf and it was kind of a wasted round. Mm-hmm. So I think I overboosted my cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, BP? BP? I disagree. I did not overboost my cards and I feel like I boosted quite a bit. I loved the boost you got for your mushrooms. Which gave you sun, which I think you actually were probably the person who benefited from the most. Yeah. That also you boosted the most, I think. Yeah. The theme, did you feel like you were creating a nice forest floor habitat as a wind spirit? I mean, I, I don't know about a wind spirit, but I did feel like we were creating a forest floor. Yeah, we, it's a pretty pattern. Yeah, but at the end, we definitely had a lot of leaves on the ground. Create a nice little pattern. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know if the wind spirit just like gently floating the leaves was that particular about, you know, its leaf placement. Uh, also, I don't know if placing leaves gets me animals like squirrels and foxes. <laughs> Turtles. Like maybe more insects. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you felt the theme. I'd say it's a pleasant theme, but it could have been anything. Um, it's a the pattern i mean like it's i've been in a forest it doesn't really look like that <laughs> but i mean it's a cool theme so i'm not against it but i would say like compared to maybe bosk like bosk has a little bit stronger just because you're right. placing the trees and then the you have those leaf patterns coming out from them but yeah, in the direct in the direction yeah, of the wind yeah i feel right. like that's more windy than this was yeah mm. but not not against the theme. It's just kind of a a case of you know it's a cool theme on top of a uh, the mechanics. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely present in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, table presence, BP. Oh, it is so pretty. It would definitely turn your head. I mean, building that pattern is just very colorful, and then um, the cards with the animals were so cute. I mean, again, when the crow came out, both Kiwi and I just were like, <gasps> "What yeah, we is this new card?" Leaned in to see it closer. Yeah, and both Eric and I really enjoyed the frog card. Was pretty cool. The owl card is pretty cool. Like, I would seriously like if. There were pr like painting prints of those at a, a con. I would probably heavily consider purchasing some. That's how is, good uh, I felt those card arts were. Angela Rizza was the other. Yeah, I was just looking at it too. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, this whoever was like leaves, tile placement with leaf shapes. So smart, but so obvious and so smart. <laughs> like, I was like, oh yeah, this is just, this is just good. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So like you have, yeah, like the two sides, the, the card art with the animals was like really good. And then just the pattern tile placement with leaf shapes was like, oh yeah, this is a really good idea. So mm -hmm. it, it has a really good presence. This also has the thing where like, I, I think, you know, depending on how big you built it out, you could have a situation like, uh, what Paxton and BP and I had at the, the game cafe when we were playing Tokyo mm -hmm. highway where you're kind of like moving around, you're like trying to yeah. do all these puzzle pieces. So like, I, I think, you know, you could potentially have People that watching. as a thing that brought you to the table as well to see what was going on. Um, and then it, it also has that thing that we've talked about in the past where like, we, we have something that the four of us have built together mm -hmm. and we get to see it at the end. So even if it's not a collaborative game, we still kind of collaborated together to create this. And so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, I also love, love the art. So, <laughs> so mechanically, uh, what did you think of it? I, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, it, it's essentially a polyomino game, right? It's a multi-sided tile placement game, but you the just fact wanted to say that word. I did, but <laughs> I mean, at, at its base, that's what it is, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact that the shapes are not the normal like square Tetra style shapes and that they are actually leaves, which kind of like there was that one spot on the table where we, <laughs> every one of us tried to shove a leaf into that spot because it was like, I want the red, I want the orange, I want like all of this. It's going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> And, it goes so hard. Yeah, and we just we just kept trying to put a leaf in there. Like, I, it's just it's very interesting. Uh -huh. yeah. With polyominoes, that wouldn't have been a thing. Like, if they were actually the Tetris shapes, like right. we could have looked at it and said, "There's nothing that can fit in there." 
Yeah, the I fact think that these were abnormal. It was, if yeah. you're thinking of designing the five billionth Tetris game, like consider cool shapes that are not Tetris shapes. <laughs> yeah, this this just made it so much more fun. I think. I think that the like one of the mechanics that I had the love hate relationship with was like the check on um, the set collection through the sun tracker or not sun tracker season tracker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that was an interesting element of the game. Like at first, when you, I think I think when Key was explaining it, I didn't like that idea at all because I don't ever want games to end. So I was like, "Yeah, why am I gonna pay to make the yeah. <laughs> it get closer to the end game?" But then once I saw how it worked, um, I thought that added an interesting element to the to the gameplay. That it, it got you points. It had an effect on again the the set collection of the animals and when they moved below. Um, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's it is interesting because I think like, you know, you don't want games to linger too long kind of after they've sort of figured it out. Mm-hmm. You kind of want it to end at the right time. But this really lets the players kind of decide how quickly to move it along. But it is a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So you you kind of have to get involved in the pushing the season along. Yep. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird like. I don't want the game to end because I want to like collect more owls. I want to do this. I want to like get all this stuff. But at the same time, it's like, that's a heck of a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's what won me the game was doing the season track. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, BP mechanic. Nothing to add. Uh, how is it learning the game? Uh, I think it wasn't, wasn't too bad. I mean, it's, um, because of like the way it's the tile placement, as you guys already talked about, like I think that's really visual and easy to kind of grasp. It's like okay, I take a leaf and I try to fit it in. Um, yeah, and I think all the scoring was pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the only thing to highlight would be how like the uh, animals burrowing or whatever. Because I think that's the only like mm-hmm. tricky, not tricky to pick up, but like kind of different kind of rule. Mm-hmm. I think obviously the placement of stuff is pretty normal. Um, but like that's probably the one thing that I think was because uh, I think we all started with like, oh, I, this animal is cool. I'm going to get this animal. Mm-hmm. But then like mm-hmm. after the first the uh, uh, hibernation phase, it was like, oh, I got to be smarter about my animal picks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the only kind of like tricky part. Mm-hmm. I think also it was, again, helping with the kind of ease of play where the player cards um, made it just very straightforward, very easy reference point. So aside from I don't can't remember, I don't think it had the the rule about right the going to the den, the largest animals, mm-hmm. but it did have your you know two actions you could take. Um, and then the interpretation of the different colors. So that was nice. Yeah, I had to reference. I kept forgetting what color did what. So I had to reference that. So uh, this is an interesting one because I can't really judge the rule book. The rule book is just sort of a blank PDF. There's no mm-hmm. graphic uh, design at all. There's some pictures, for examples. Um, it funded Kickstarter wise in October. Okay. And it's just now sending its files to get printed. I was I'm on the Kickstarter right now to like see when it's supposed to deliver, but this game has not actually been right. printed yet. So they've just sent it the file sent the file. So this is 
the uh, looking at it art wise, like the leaf cards and the animals, that is the final art. That's what's showing here on the Kickstarter. Um, I was just they have nice, like thick wooden tiles was oh, the Kickstarter nice. deluxe for the the uh, the leaves. Uh, so that would be pretty, pretty awesome, actually. Um, but yeah, so the rule book, um, what was there was easy to understand. It was laid out well and I could get to it, but I can't really judge it because it's definitely not the final product right. um, to say like, yeah, it's a great rule book. But if for what it is right it now, much. yeah, it's good. For player interaction, um, it's one of those games where it's not interactive but it is like i mean you have the mushroom piece where you're sort of like trying to place it so that you know you can react on other people's turns and then obviously drafting animals and placing tiles a little bit of interaction there but mostly it just comes from like building a shared board and being like oh that's cool like oh you, you got that animal i don't know it, yeah. it felt more interactive than i think the gameplay necessarily makes it i'll agree with that yeah i agree um would you play it again bp yeah definitely i would love to also try to play it in person so i could you know really get that tactile experience with the the different shapes as well i think would be nice okay yes yeah um yeah i enjoyed it uh same thing i it would be fun to play it in person and um actually have the leaf tiles and the animal cards um yeah i i enjoyed it yeah uh i would agree uh it was fun it was quick it was pretty uh i do think this is more an in-person game um but it wasn't bad online so okay. definitely play it again yeah i don't want to play it online again but i want to play it in person yeah um it, it was a lot of fun. We had a nice thing at the end. It, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, September 2023 is when it's supposed to deliver. Mm -hmm. oh, so they the, might have the a preview at Gen Con. They might have a preview at Gen Con, yeah. All right. Uh, that was Leaf. So if you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, please send them our way. You can do it via email at firstturntabletop at gmail or hit us up on the Twitter or Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcasting camel says as he's uh, crunching through the leaves, trying not to step on the baby mushrooms because he knows that they're going to be food for somebody. I know. I, oh. I was letting it carry through. Okay. Yeah. Do it again. Okay. Please don't forget. Oh, he's got a flash through a puddle. Puddle pond. Puddle pond. <laughs> okay, puddle pond. Uh, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games. Very excited about baby mushrooms. I want to do all these actions. <laughs> Place that one. Yeah. Oh, I get the hedgehog. Ah, yeah. suckers. I thought you would have taken the frog. Uh, I'm going to take the frog. Yeah. yeah, he gets two, so. Oh. Mostly that was a deny Kate the hedgehog move. Oh. <laughs>
Wow. Oh, All right. Uh, Kate is up next. He even has all these mushrooms with him. 